Hi, this is Christy from Life Struggles, and we have Melinda back. Me? Yeah. I am back. Who are you? I know. I am. I've been MIA. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that to us. I know. You want to talk about life struggles. I've been riding the struggle bus for like the last two weeks. Well, get off that bus. I know. I'm hoping that I have permanently departed at least through Christmas. But we'll see. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yes, I am. I am back. Okay. So what's been going on? Oh my gosh. What hasn't been going on? Um, well, I mean, my husband was out of state practically back to back for the last two weeks for a business trip. So I had full reign of my minions here. <laughs> and it's been the first time. You're not allowed to do that. You just have to I, tell When we have a podcast, oh, you have know. to stay home. <laughs> I know, which means he just needs to stay home all the time. Right. But yeah, it was like my first time fully taking care of the kids on my own since the pandemic began. Uh-huh. And, you know, with my with my panic attacks, it was very trying and emotionally and physically exhausting just trying to get myself through. But I did okay, good. Girl. And- okay, girl. But... Oh. What did I tell you? And you didn't do. I know to call you if I needed you. I know. I know. What if you hurt my feelings? Well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. I was more like trying to, I just don't ever want to inconvenience people. And I know I wouldn't, but I'm also like, man, I got to be able to do this. So here I am like in the corner, just like. Okay. So that's it. I'm getting you the book. First of all, that says, girl, don't apologize. That's the name of it. Okay. You really, you really need to read it. It's all about always saying, I, I don't want to hurt people. I don't want people to be inconvenient. I don't. Yeah. It, that's, that's me all over. That like I said, it's, it's a struggle bus. <laughs> maybe I'm still on it, just all like maybe one foot on, one foot off. But I, I did good and then decided, you know, now that the husband's back, now I'm going to get sick. So yeah, that doesn't even make sense. How do you feel about that? I, he was just like, are you okay? He thought it was him. He thought coming what? back maybe physically ill. I'm like, yes, you, you just need to leave again. No, I, I don't know. I just, I had the pukes. So, <laughs> and I was, so where did yeah. you stay? I was, I, I bunked out in the bedroom. With him? I mean, well, yeah. I mean, he, by the time I fell asleep. And no, by the time I fell asleep, you know, I got sick a few times. And then oh by my the time gosh. I, I know. There's no way if we had the stomach flu in the house, it'd be everybody. Yeah, maybe, it, and that's why I'm wondering if maybe it just wasn't some clue. Maybe like I had, I ate something bad. I don't know. All you know I what know I is think it was? Miserable. Just, just yes. my unbiased opinion. Um, <laughs> I think <laughs> that you were probably a bundle of nerves while he was gone. Mm-hmm. And once he was home, because that's how our body reacts. Mm-hmm. So you were trying to hold everything together while he was gone with the wind, yeah. the storms, the everything. Oh, man, yeah. And then he got home and then your body reacts. Yeah. It was just like, and you're not stressed anymore, but. Because you knew. <laughs> it's literally your, what happened. Your body knew you couldn't puke while he was gone and take oh, yeah, it. Yeah, there's just no option. We had sports. We had volleyball. We had everything. <laughs> so right. and that's what yeah. I'm saying like there's yeah. I, I kind of think it was like a after effect 
Yeah. But I got like a really good night's sleep that night. Then I slept really good last night. I felt fantastic today. Well, I even got to come in and see you and spend some time with you. So that worked. That was nice. Yeah. And I love my cup. I wish it had coffee in it right now. Oh. <laughs> Not coffee. Do, yeah. Not Hot coffee. Chocolate. You know what? I had somebody else on. So I'm like, you don't ever get to Instagram to watch my stories. And I do tag you. every now and then I do. I do tag you though. Yeah usually but in this one you know i i advertise for starbucks um yeah and that's a paid advertisement and and um i i did a pink drink okay i love i i love them too but i have my i have my own recipe i have them use Uh so like it's made with almond milk and sliced strawberries and i have them switch the almond milk out to oat milk because that has less calories and I actually think it tastes better uh-huh. and it's still not dairy so that's fine and then I have them add extra strawberries mm-hmm. and Ryan asked me why once because he's like do you even eat them I'm like heck yes when I get done drinking yeah. all the stuff I get my spoon and I get down at the bottom yeah, yeah it's good stuff but plus the extra strawberries gives it you know a little bit more flavor uh-huh. okay so then you know it's got Aussie berry or Aki berry however you want to uh-huh. pronounce it in yeah it. Depends on who you ask. Like, I've Aki. heard Asai or Akai. And Akia. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and Asi. So um, actually, when I looked it up, it was pronounced A-S-H and then those apostrophe things, E-E. So that's oh. like Asi. But yeah. some of the employees at Starbucks say Akaya, some say Aki. I say, uh, yeah, I've heard him say, and, say, I'm just like, whatever's in that pink drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's well, what I want. <laughs> so anyway, um, at night when I get a cravings for Starbucks, I have one of those because I don't need the caffeine. Mm-hmm. Even when I get my iced coffee, my mocha, um, I only get a quarter of a shot. So I don't have there very much caffeine. Um, cause it wouldn't like, just keep me up all night. If I took <laughs> it early in the morning, <laughs> I've got, I've got a very, very low intolerance, but anyway, so I done, a, I did a story saying, you know, so this is what I have. And, and actually I think the, I, I was talking to the girl, the thing, and when I was paying for it and mm-hmm. she said, did you want sweet foam on that? And I said, of course. And then a little bit yes. of drizzle of caramel. And she's like, that's right. I, she said, when I saw you, I thought right away, I bet he didn't put that down when you, because I know that you always get that, which that's pretty bad when they know what you want. I, I'm, <laughs> sorry, I'm there a lot. They're like, Hey, Melinda. I'm like, Hi. I know. <laughs> oh, well, but anyway, um, so I told that in my story and somebody DM'd me and said, Oh, by the way, just so you know, that does have caffeine in it. In fact, it, it has, does. It yeah. they said it has more caffeine than uh, coffee. Yeah, isn't it crazy? But it, it's not true. Well, I had heard that there is because when I had to go off of caffeine for my panic attacks, that was one of the drinks that was recommended. Where they said it was there is some caffeine in it, but it's lower on the lower lower end. It's on the lower lower end because it's yeah. it's in the leaf, and then mm-hmm. when they when they make it into liquid, it loses that part. 
So they have to put that there's a low amount. It has never in any way affected me whatsoever. Mm-hmm. However, they did tell me that I can get the decaf tea. Oh, there Because it's go. actually like a tea. Yeah, that'll work. And yeah. then on their app, if you go to their menu and you can actually look up the nutritional information, which is what I learned when I was going through the whole new mm-hmm. part of this. Mm-hmm. And it'll tell you how many milligrams of caffeine is in each one provided you don't, you know, add anything else to it and whatnot. Right. right. So hey, I finally got my cat my drink too this morning. Yeah, yeah what out of my get? coffee. I always get um the blonde uh uh, an ice blonde vanilla latte and then I put the sweet cold foam on top and get some caramel drizzle it's so good I got my sister that makes a big it. difference it does the sweet cold foam is really good because it's like a sweet vanilla cold foam yeah um but they had been out of the blonde roast for a really long time and I don't do anything more than the blonde roast it gets just too potent for me and I was super excited to, to get my drink that. that's at Starbucks yeah oh it's blonde so roast blonde roast yeah, I'll screenshot my drink and send it to you. It's so good. Huh. So good. But, you I, but I don't get it often. Do you, Not too, too often. Do you get a full shot? Oh, whatever. I guess whatever it is that's in there. I never paid attention, but I just put in the drink and then add the cold foam and add the the caramel. So I'm sure that, but yeah, you can adjust that right there on the app too, if you ever order ahead. Because hmm. I just don't do their drive through <laughs> I order ahead and then do my running and then go get it when it's ready okay well anyway what are we going to talk about tonight we are going to talk about the princess switch okay um that's about those two girls that maybe maybe way down the road could be related right yeah they talked about it um they kind of touched on it in the beginning part of the movie and then kind of again at the end but you never really fully know I don't think they know, do they? They just are kind of... No, they're just not sure. Yeah, so it's a Princess uh, Switch, which you can find on Netflix. Um, I I think it's a movie by Netflix, I think. Um, You know, it must be because when I was looking it up, the other two came up afterwards. Yeah, this, they actually, you know, just released the third one this year. And it is one of the very few movies that I've seen so far where the second and third one actually are just as good as the first. I, I like all three of them. But you know what I want to know? Hmm. Are, are Is it like a sequence? Or are um, they different movies? Well, no, I mean, the, you know, it's all the same people, which you don't see often with your second and definitely not with your thirds. But I mean, like the first one has its own, you know, situa- thing going on. And then the second one has a new thing and I mean it, it does continue on you know like after you know the main characters get married and then they go on to the next and and then the third one is just a crazy one but it's you know you get introduced to you know a third character in there that Vanessa Hudgens plays and it, it ties in nicely it's not like oddball here and different thing there and it it ties in nicely but they're all the same characters. Yeah, they yeah. So Vanessa Vanessa Hudgens plays um, Stacy and Princess Margaret. So she's playing a double role in this movie, and she does that. It's cool the- to watch behind the scenes to see how they do that. Oh, I know absolutely. Now, in, in the first movie, you can tell that they use um, 
like a different actress, you know, like a stand-in when they're doing the back and forth between the two. But sometimes you have them together in the same frame and it's obviously her, but for the most part, she plays the same, you know, the two same people. And then in the third one, she plays three. She's got three roles that she plays because then a cousin comes in. Oh no. And I, she looks like them too. Yeah. Except for like, she's got like the long blonde hair. It, 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 she's wild and crazy and and but That's it's nuts. Yeah. oh it's insane so what I guess we should okay let so know. let's let's go ahead and talk about that first movie then yeah so it's directed by uh Mike Roll R-O-H-L I hope I'm pronouncing Roll. that right yeah. yep and then of course like I said before Vanessa Hudgens plays Stacy and, and the Duchess Margaret I think I said Princess Margaret but she's not quite princess it's the Duchess Margaret um, Sam Palladio plays Prince Edward and Nick Sayer plays Kevin. And those are your three main characters. Um, Kevin's, uh, does have a, a daughter in the movie. Her name's Olivia and she, you know, she plays a decent part, you know, in there, but your, your three mains are the, um, Vanessa Hutchkins characters. And then the two guys there. And then I got Lady Margaret out of it. Yes, Lady Margaret. That's yeah. So it's like the Duchess and Lady Margaret. They they all are a couple different Lady Duchess. I know. You know. I wonder. I don't know how. So that she's all works a Duchess on her own side of the family. Yes, I thought there was a difference between the Lady and the Duchess, but I, yeah, I'm not sure. I know me either. Um, I wonder if it's kind of like Ms. Mrs. and Miss in our society, but so. Um, uh, Margaret and Prince Edward have an arranged marriage and the whole premise of this movie is she's wanting to have just a taste of what normal life would be and it just so happens that Stacy who owns her own bakery there in Chicago her friend Kevin signs her up you know to you know enters her to be in this baking competition that's in a uh, Belgravia I don't think that's a real place, but um, um, so she gets accepted and they go. And that's where they run into uh, her, uh, Stacy and the Duchess run into each other and realize that they are identical. And then the story just kind of goes from there. Okay, hold on. Like okay, I looked up so where it was filmed. I just, I, I just. I just looked up um, what's the difference between a lady and a duchess. Oh, okay. And it says a uh, duchess is the feminization, feminization of duke. Duke okay. and duchesses are usually referred to as your grace rather than my lord or my lady. Okay. Which is said to That's their royal peers, insider reports. Hmm. Okay, so maybe she's like the duchess to your everyday commoner people and then and then just my lady, call, lady to like the staff and all that. yeah okay I can see that makes sense okay so okay so um I think we should leave a little bit more to their imagination like yes sometimes we tell too much and then they might as well not watch it except that we're not good actresses right. <laughs> yeah and when we get we get way into it at times <laughs> oh, I know. Uh, yeah. Last night when my husband and I went to dinner um, for my break, he called me up and he said, can you take a break just to go eat? 
So I'm like, sure. You're like, no. <laughs> I know. Well, You're first, so busy. I did say no. I did say no. <laughs> and then he's like, well, you need to eat. And I said, believe me, I eat while I'm here. It's, <laughs> it's not the best stuff for me, but I do eat. Like I said earlier, girl, it's the holidays. You might as well just enjoy it while you can. <laughs> Because before you know it, all that good food's going to be gone in okay, January. Cook- I don't have the cookies here. I don't have cookies here. And I, I don't, don't have M&M's here. M&M's, here. Um, M&M's no. you say? Oh, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I don't have Allie, any chocolate here. I'll eat one for you and one for me. Huh? Uh-huh. Oh, that's so mean. I know, but hey, I'll eat them for you. <laughs> so that you don't okay. have to worry about eating the bad stuff. <laughs> okay, I'm well, never without M&M's it's I want you to help me when Christmas is over like mm-hmm. the day after I'm giving up sugar okay and that's going to do it gradually because you're going to crash if you just give it all up well, and one of my friends on Instagram gave it she just dead gave it up a week ago and, uh-huh. well six days ago so almost a week and she didn't do a crash, but she like would get on Instagram and say, oh my God, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do this. It's um, hard. Yeah, really she is. gave up Diet Coke at the same time. Oh man, she's just, she's going all in. I know. I know. I'd be a bear if I had to give up like my coffee and my chocolate well, thankfully, all at once. She's by herself right now. So, um, I mean, she's, her, her husband's in a, um, got parkinson's and so he's he's in a i i I don't know like an assisted living kind of yeah kind of yeah um because only because her mom has brain cancer and her dad's got dementia and they both were diagnosed the same day and and her dad was so bad they had to put him in assisted living Mm -hmm. um and mom her brain cancer is incurable um, but there's, they're trying, you know, to do things to give her more time. So yeah. she like was going a lot on her plate, a lot. Yeah. So, and oh and they're God. like three hours apart in, in a drive. And so she's been like on during the aggressive part of it, she was just staying with her mom. Mm-hmm. And then she, and that's when she put her husband into assisted living. So he was taken care of. Yeah. Even though she had some family that was in town, you know, where they lived. Um, she, she has like seven kids and her husband's a doctor. The other one, you know, her cousin yeah. that could have, but she couldn't be there full time. And he oh, refuses yeah. to have somebody strange come stay with him in the house. I mean, I can see. Yeah, it makes you too. nervous. And she could too. So um, she, I, I felt so bad for her because she had nobody else. Her son's away at college. He's a junior in college. And so she she had to like, first of all, absorb this news that she was losing both her mom and her dad at the same time and possibly her husband. Oh, I would, I don't know how she's handling herself. I would be like and And she's an alcoholic, a recovering alcoholic of 15 years. Um. So, you know, there's still, even though it's been 15 years, something like that can start. That can trigger. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, she, she did say, please, everybody pray for me that, you know, I I know I'm going to get through this, but I still need the prayers because Mm -hmm. I'm going nuts. 
So yeah. anyway, I don't know yep. how I got I off heard. on that, but. Well, that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we do. Okay. So what I noticed, um, what I liked about the characters that uh, Vanessa Hodgkins played, though, is that they're polar opposites. You know, so Stacy's character is very type A by the book, has to have everything planned out. And the Dutch is just kind of wants to go with the flow of life, which she doesn't have being in the royal, being in a royal family or being royalty. She just, you know, she has to play things by the book too. So, you know, they do a swap. So we won't go into like super specifics on how that swap happens, but you know, they, they see each other behind the scenes at that baking competition. She's like, you know, let's meet up later. And she does the proposition where she offers her, you know, the chance to do the switch and Stacy comes back with her like, well, if I do this, what about this? And and then they agree and they do the switch. But that I, I think we should tell this part though, because the, the main reason why, why Stacy even agreed to it was for her, was it her niece? No, it's her friend, Kevin, his daughter, Olivia. So they're just friends. They're not. They're just friends. I think they're like. But it was anyway. So Olivia had wanted to be in ballet. Yes. So it was an exchange for her going to ballet school. If I. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's a program there in the Belgravia, but it's of course. Because that's the only reason she agreed to do that. Yeah. And that kind of gives you a little bit of an insight to her character and just how close knit the three of them are, which I think is great. Um, So, yeah. So she agrees. And uh, uh, one funny part about this is, though, is that when you you see the agreement happen, she's just under the impression that Prince Edward will be going off to Spain for the next couple of days and that she just has to get through like dinner with the king and the queen and then she can just chill in her room while he cancels his plans and decides he wants to spend time with his fiance before their wedding. Now, do you and, think that's yeah. because he because. I kind of had the feeling that they hadn't really met met before. Like yeah, they didn't I have mean, any kind of courting or anything. No, I mean it was an arranged marriage, and it was just something that they'd grown to accept. And well, I mean, I think they've I mean? met like, before, but like, but not like really, really, really watch that are arranged. They've known this all their life, and their families know each other, and they've been around each right. other. Yeah, no, and I didn't get a- that feeling. No, me neither. I, it seems like they, yeah, they're strangers. Yeah. Really. That's what I mean, they really are. You know, they've got a little bit of an idea of how each other is. And, and, and I find that interesting because he, they, the King and the Queen and, and Prince, they, they know enough of her to where they did notice a change in the personalities when the switch happened. But of course, why would they think that this was any other person than who they say they are? Because they didn't know that there were two girls that look exactly alike. But I did like how some of them kind of noticed that she seems different. Something's off. Yeah. Yeah. Something's off. So it kind of gives you, I I like that little hint that they throw in there that they kind of figure something is, you know, different or or whatever. But because um, in reality, they looked identical, but they were completely opposite in the way they, not the way they talked yeah. really. Well, no. lingo wise, yes. Yes. Their voices, no. But the way they walked. Yeah. That that was funny. 
that what that scene where they try to walk each other's walks had me laughing the okay time I watched me it. too and I don't think I could ever learn to do the curtsy right <laughs> I trip over my own feet right? like I can like my husband always talks about I'm just so not graceful <laughs> just like it's just not good but um there you do find out though that there's one person that they cannot fool and that's Olivia. Olivia. Yeah, she, and that's why I like. Well, wasn't it because of that Olivia. hand thing? The hand thing, she kind of messed up at first. She burned the breakfast. Kind of. She only got, she only got one part of it. Well, no, really she wrong. got it. She got it right. But the first, like she did the wrong hand. Like they were supposed to lead with their right hand. I think I think she led with her left hand and she was like, oh, wait. And then they got it right. But then okay, she so did I miss something? No did did Stacy teach her how to do that? She must have, and that must have been. They don't. They that. don't show that or something. Yeah, no. So that was covered under everything, along with the walk and whatnot. But so Olivia figures them out, and she just goes with it, and it kind of helps Margaret along with because she likes know, her. She does. They they form a, a pretty good bond yeah. throughout this whole thing. Yeah, and um. You know, so like I said, not to give too much away, they go about their separate lives that they've switched out with, and you can see a transformation um, with the prince, but it's at a slower rate than I think you see how Kevin and the Duchess and, and Olivia all are interacting right. because they move along quite well. They they get into the groove, but, but the prince. So- so the people understand there's there's a difference be, because the prince knew that he was going to marry this woman yes uh, the duchess and that was just how it was going to be he never really got to know her but kevin and tracy had been friends for a really really long time they have Yes. And he knew her very well. So yep. that would, yep. that's kind of hard to fool somebody when you know them so well. Yeah. So that was kind of surprising that he just was like, oh, well, she's changing and I'm not thinking anything of it. But then again, he was, he though, think there's I two people. Parts. He was, but the prince wouldn't have thought of anything because he didn't really know um, Stacey and right. the Duchess. Yeah, I- exactly. So I, I like how, you know, he kind of has a moment where he needs to be put in his place as far as his expectations of her. And she puts him in his place. And then you see the char- his character kind of come out of his shell a little bit. And you see them using their royalty in a different way than what's been the norm. Mm-hmm. And um, which is, as the queen put it, it was refreshing. The king has his concerns. But then, you know, she's like, it's refreshing. It's, you know, and your son seems to like it. And the king's like, well, of course, that's what always leave it up to the mom, right? I, you know, someone's got to be like, hey, this is a good thing. <laughs> um, but but what I like uh, about it is that he, Prince Edward comments a few times that she reminds him of his grandmother, who seemed to be on, just by conversation, more on the fiery side, more on the, you know, non-traditional royal side. So I think, Comparing those two made it easier for him to fall for Stacy, even though he doesn't realize that it's Stacy. Right. And the, yeah, so they do a lot of good. Then, 
a lot more of that in the Christmas movies this year. And Mm -hmm. I still think it has to do with what we were talking about before with um, Prince Harry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, there's just kind of that breaking away of the traditional role, Mm -hmm. so to say. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, there's a part where, you know, they end up visiting an orphanage that, you know, they normally just do a ball for and raise money. And then that's the end of it. Well, you know, Stacy gets them into the idea of like, hey, should visit. And then it just kind of sets a whole new path for how they're going to deal with that orphanage from there on out. And yeah, they all just kind of go and they do their own things and they all end up having fun. And then sparks fly between the the two couples. And I mean, one more than the other, I think for, I mean, that was um, outwardly shown. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's, I was wondering how they would handle the approach with Kevin mm-hmm. and Stacy, mm-hmm. just because they did have that history there. They've seen each other go through the bad breakups. Right, they, right. You know, they've seen, and then for I think that's be, why it took longer, don't you? Yeah, because you know it was mentioned in the beginning uh, of the movie, so kind of beginning of the movie where Olivia's like, you know, you know, I wish you and Stacy, you know, were a couple, and he's just like, she's not my type, right? And then in comes Margaret, and it's. A completely different personality even though she's supposed to be Stacy that her laid-back attitude you know just kind of her laid-back personality I should say just kind of was just out there and he grew to love that and yeah I, I wonder there are so many movies that have that same um, I don't even know what I want to call it, but where there's, there's white lies uh-huh. <laughs> that aren't supposed to be meant to hurt anybody. <laughs> right. Um, actually to, to help somebody, but it always backfires. In this case, it was a rough and, backfiring. Yeah. But I, I was just watching just a regular movie the other night and oh you know what it's not that's it's the one that you said you couldn't get into oh the California Christmas yeah because if if you actually continue to watch it well first of all Michael Damien do you know who he is he's the writer and the producer but do did did you even look him up I didn't know. Okay. I mean, I like I said, when I tried you, watching it. When you were home with your kids um, before they started going to school, um, did you ever watch soap operas? No, I actually, what's funny is I actually watched soap operas in my like senior year of high school. I fell in love with Days of Our Lives and watched that. Because that was the it. aura in your age group. Everybody was watching Days of Our Lives oh, yeah. and Young and Restless and general hospital and it was the three of those that was always in competition i never watched soap operas myself until my fifth yeah so i went four years of college graduated and then decided to go into another major and but i'd gotten married so i i i was taking night classes Oh, and I've been there, done that. Classes. 
you know, mm-hmm. to begin with. And well, you know what, when my, when my husband um, passed away, I, I had Rochelle by myself and I was still taking these classes and some, some of them, you know, I was going into the classes at night and they were actually held oh, yeah. in high school. That's where I've been a couple of mine. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I took her with me because she, I, I could, I had nobody to watch her. She was an only child. Um, I've, I've, my mom was far enough away. I couldn't like run her back and forth. My classes, I think were right. seven to nine. Yeah. Right sounds about right. Um, but I would take her, I, I talked to the teachers and I took her into the room and I put her at the back of the room and she had her books and her dolls and she had to be completely quiet. Mm-hmm. There you go. There is no way that my, my youngest would do that. No way. Oh, mine neither. <laughs> there Never. Is, there's no way. But anyway, during that time, I also worked two jobs. Mm-hmm. And one of them was taking care of a lady that had Alzheimer's. Okay. Um, during the day. And when, and she had, her husband had passed away and she had an only child. So her son, who was older than me, um, went to my church and he actually heard that I was looking for a full-time job and came up and asked me if I had any experience in that, which I had none. I mean, I had my degree in psychology, but that can't help anybody with Alzheimer's. Right. <laughs> there's a, there's a whole lot more to it. than Right. And I certainly didn't knowledge. have nursing, but, um, I, I said, no, the most I have is psychology and, and I don't know that how that's going to help her, but he said, you know what? I, I just like your personality. So I think you'll, you'll take good care of her. So he hired me. And back then I think it was a lot of money. I got 600 a week cash. That's really good money. Yeah. Then. And yeah. so I had to be there. He left at eight in the morning, um, but she caught the bus at like eight fifteen or eight sixteen or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so by the time, like I just stood there with her at the bus stop. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I got over to the lady's house, it was like nine o'clock. So she was home alone for an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time he hired me to take care of her, she was so far into the Alzheimer's that um, she was removing her clothes all the time. Mm-hmm. She didn't know where anything was. Um, yeah. She tried to escape all the time. That's a common thing with Alzheimer's. Um, you know, my grandma. Well, I knew none of thing. that, but I knew none yeah. of that except that he told me she was in the late stages, and he did tell me that I would have to. He had to like put locks way up high so she couldn't reach them. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I I didn't know all the all the other things, but he, the one thing he said was. So every day at 11 o'clock, she watches Young and Restless. And that's when you feed her because she, she'll sit there and eat then. Consistency is key. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh my gosh. So that meant I had to sit there. It's the first time in my life I'd ever seen a soap opera. Did you get sucked um, in real well, did you? I've watched it ever since. I say, yeah, it, like and, I don't want to tell you what. Show. It's, I mean, there was a couple of other ones I le- I just left on for her. Uh-huh. So I, I kind of watched him, but none of them were like young and restless doesn't do anything out of the world. Like they don't have people come back from the dead. 
Oh, okay. And, or and like on like, days when Marlena gets possessed by a demon. <laughs> yeah, they don't. I'm sorry, that was one of my favorite storylines. But see, they don't have any fake stuff. Remember, I don't like fake stuff. I know. So I know. they don't have any fake stuff. And if there's kids involved, they don't all of a sudden they don't have a baby and then uh, two months later it's a teenager. They don't do that. Yeah, that they some of those fast track. You're like, wasn't he just like born two days ago? <laughs> I know. And see, that's, see, that's just not believable to me. So anyway, she spooked me. She really spooked me out because all of a sudden one day, like, you know, whatever was going on in the TV, she got up and she went up to the screen and she starts yelling at that guy. Yeah. It was at Victor (laughs) Newman. I'll never forget it. Oh yeah. And she's like, you stop that right now. You don't do that. Yep. I mean, I'm like, okay, nobody's in the house is going to know that I laughed because there was nobody else. Right. But at first it startled me. And and then it kind of scared me because every single day after that, she would be yelling at them. You know, and that's, that's normal. My grandmother did that. Like, you know, she was getting after kids who she thought were in the middle of the road and, you know, there was nobody there, but you know, at the time it was scary, but when you think about it, it's like my little grandma's out there, like wagging the finger, like I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> you know, you can kind of giggle about it now. So but she got to go yeah, outside because this lady didn't get to go outside. Well, However, she did escape from me once. Yeah, she, she, we were not a, this was at night and my, my grandfathers couldn't find her all of a sudden. And then there she was out on the little road thinking that there were kids out there. So that's, yeah. But, she, but, but, she but mine, I had to call the police to help me find oh, her. Oh no. And she yeah, was so naked. She, well, she really gave you the slip, didn't she? I should have, yeah, and I should have gotten fired. All I, I did wanna... was, so what happened was, um, she, she lost her bowel movement, mm-hmm. and and she, she told me she had to go to the bathroom, and at the time she was able to, if you took her into the bathroom, she would, she could sit down herself and go, mm-hmm. and, and she would pull her pants back up, but I guess it was just real quickly when I started getting worse but mm-hmm. so she had went to the bathroom and she was in there a really long time so I finally went to check on her this is gross I'm going to gross you guys out but she she had it in her hands and was playing with it yeah and and I'm like what are you doing oh my gosh and it was like under her fingernails and everything mm-hmm. and so like I had stood there and I'd cleaned her up and I, I couldn't get her to go in the shower. She kept screaming about that. So it was like in the sink and was, you know, and it was just her hands, but still, oh my gosh, it smelled so bad, but it yeah. was all over the toilet. It was all over the floor. She wiped it on the walls. It was bad. Yeah. So when I got her all cleaned up and her clothes changed and all that, I took her out to the living room and sat her down and I went back in the bathroom to clean all that. Mm-hmm. And she escaped. And I think it was because I took all that stuff that I cleaned with and I put it in a plastic bag and I put it outside the back door. And I think I forgot that lock up there. Oh yeah. I mean, that stuff happens and, you know, and they know that you didn't have experience at that point. And, and, you know, my grandfather took care of my grandmother when she was from the time she had Alzheimer's to the time she passed away, she passed away at her own home and with my grandfather, just right upstairs. And there are still things after all those years that, would still take them by surprise it's just it's a very it's it's a tough one to to gauge because it's just so different depending on who the person is and where they're at and their stages and whatnot but okay. those things happen 
Well, anyway, so I still watch Young and Restless, but I just, I have it taped, you know, obviously yeah. every day, so I couldn't watch it. Um, and every, every day since, I mean, I've always worked, so I've always recorded it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of like that because I can watch it at my own leisure time and then go. I can slide right through the commercial. So there, instead yeah, of an hour, go. it's a half hour. Okay. Oh, anyway, yeah. so let's get back. Let's see, where were we? We were... Well, we were talking um, about how the relationships had progressed. Yes. And so, you know, they all were enjoying very much where they were, but there was always that little bit of, uh, because you know that you're going to have to switch back. And um, so after, because, you know, that contest was, you know, that next morning, I think it was like only a day and a half that they did a switch or a day or something along those lines. So um, there, um you know, they get through their day as they're very much enjoying it. And, and both girls have to end or what they think they have to end the relationships that they're currently feeling or like the feelings that they're feeling because they both have to go back to their normal lives, which makes it a little bit more challenging for Stacy, considering there wasn't ever, I don't think, a thought beforehand of being in a relationship with Kevin but you see it right a moment between Margaret and Kevin that you're like oh how are they gonna address this plus she neither one of them knew that the other one had fallen in love with the person they were with exactly and it wasn't until after they switched back and were having a discussion and they're like oh my gosh you know you're in love with him I'm in love with him and which was kind of cool for them yeah but yet complicated very complicated because they had to go back to normal lives. I mean, you can't have the Duchess and their cooking or baking. She doesn't know how to bake. <laughs> so, um, yeah, after a couple, and they didn't after, show too much of that after after the couple times that she tried to make stuff there. Yeah, that, that was the other thing. I was well. They, it, I think it concentrated more on Stacy and the the Duke. Yeah. Yeah, they uh they did a lot with those two, and I more um, than they did with Kevin and the lady. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I don't know, I don't know why that is because I feel like that story because is she just couldn't as important. Well, couldn't yeah, yeah. Because be their, like, their only role there was to practice baking. That's true. That's true. And then you're talking about a king here, but so they swap back and. They end up, you know, Stacy and Kevin go off to the baking competition and do their five hours of baking. And what you, before all that happens, so you find out that they actually get busted by, um, they get found out by the driver, uh, by a Prince Edward's driver. And he he snaps pictures. He was, he was one of those ones who was like, you know, something's going on and just, but he couldn't figure it out. So he actually snapped pictures of them together in the same room and took it to the queen and king. so the queen king oh well he tried to, he yeah, tried to get the king tried. The well, like, she yes. wasn't letting him buy i th- do you think yeah. she had a suspicion maybe i you know when they first had breakfast together maybe I, i'm just not i'm not quite sure on that one but i do think that stacy playing the duchess had a little bit of an impact or an influence on how the queen reacted to that driver, Frank, only wanting to see the king. She's like, whatever you want to discuss, you can discuss in front of me. And he's like, no, I insist. And I she's like, yeah, no. You know, I, I, yeah. I got that, but I just wondered if she herself didn't suspect too. And because they didn't show her very much, 
but no. because she was almost willing to keep that secret. Yeah, it, when she's looking through the pictures, I didn't even realize that the king was in on it until you see breakfast the next day where uh, Margaret is back. And she's like, well, you know, I'm really not feeling too good. And I'm going to need you and Margaret to go pass out the medals for the winners at the baking competition. And she, you know, tries to come, Margaret tries coming up with excuses and she's, and they're like, oh, no, 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 no. And, and then the king was even like, you know, oh, I'm sure the wedding, the staff has the wedding plans and you kind of see him give the queen a look and you're like, you know, she probably did say something to him. So that's what I got out of it. Yeah. And I wish I had more information about the king and the queen because they really loved each other. Yeah, you can tell they've got a very they had a good, good relationship. relationship. Yeah. Yes. And supportive of whatever. Yeah. It which is like, unusual you know, in the royal family. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like they probably would have been okay with, you know, the, the him, Mary and Margaret. But I think they both realized that Stacy was the better match. So they end up, um, Prince Edward and Margaret end up going to that baking competition. <laughs> but that's after... Margaret comes clean to Prince Edward. You know, she needs air. So she they're sitting on that bench and you're not quite, you don't see her come out and say, hey, you know, I'm not, you know, this has been Stacy the last day and you've been hanging with her and da da da. You just see him say, we need to get to, is it Wembley Studios or wherever? They're like, mm-hmm. there, you need to get here ASAP. And they show up and, you know, he's not surprised by seeing Stacy there. So I think, you know, she had come clean to him, but then you see the them reunited or whatever and Stacy is like oh my gosh wait a, knows. wait a minute wait a minute okay did I lose you yeah because I remember that um Lady Margaret did tell him that that um she that love wasn't part of the agreement that you know that medal right yeah and then she did tell him about the whole thing okay maybe I missed that part but um I do know that they did tell him and and so he he went with her to to yeah 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 so you see uh we find out that Stacy and Kevin win and they're going to (laughs) get their medals presented to him and, and Stacey's just like I you know I don't need a medal ceremony she's trying to get out of there but the person I think who's more right. shocked than anybody is Kevin because he's like right so Ke- actually, Kevin didn't know and Stacy didn't know she hadn't told him yet she was going to yeah. do it after they got back yeah they were talking after, about after discussing the- that on the plane right yeah on the plane right so- yeah those two were the shocked ones the other two had talked it out and and they were both fine with what they were going to do exactly so you know it was great yes so it ends up where um you find out that you know i can't tell the ending yeah no so like you know kevin and um margaret you know they're talking and you know the prince and um stacy are off talking and they all decide on what the best course of action should be i guess i guess that's a good way to end it okay maybe and you'll just have to see what happens after that yes you have to watch to see what happens because it's um it's a great movie now the part that i did not catch was 
um, the the lady, and I don't know if it was her brother or who it was that had won the baking contest the year before. Oh yeah, her and her and sous chef. Yeah. Who was the guy she was with? I think it's her, uh, the, the grumpy brother? lady, right? It's, I think it's, it's just a sous chef, like her partner the in grumpy crime. Lady? Like, oh, I, yeah. I thought she was still just a little bit older than them. She was just a witch. Yeah, she's, she was very, she seemed like they went to like the culinary school together, but they obviously don't like each other. And of course, as we know, I mean, I mean like the, the, the man that, that was her assistant. Oh, oh, are we talking? Is that her brother? No, 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 no. So I the lady, the, so the lady that that cut the cord that tried to stop yes. her from winning. I'm talking about get, her. Yeah, I didn't get. No, that's what I thought you were talking about. I didn't get brother vibe from. I think he was just like her sous chef, like Kevin is to like, you know, the co baker so, or whatever you want to call him. Okay, but I didn't understand why she was against her to begin with. I think she viewed her as competition because you can see that jealousy there when that reporter stopped who they thought but, was Stacy. Yeah, I guess. And, I mean, I just, she was a reigning when winner. I think competition, I don't think of cheating and, and being hateful. I just think of working harder. Right. So Which I, I was wondering if there wasn't something because that's not a big deal of the movie. You know, it's like right at the beginning where she, runs into her or something and says mm -hmm. whatever I don't remember yeah. what she said and then well, she was like I won last year and kind of like making it known that she was the one to beat yeah I mean but, it was yeah short. yeah well and if you and then you, you didn't remember again until she cut the cord right and if you remember though on like when they're testing you know tasting the the cakes and whatnot because they didn't have the blender they had to puree the the berries by hand they the judges make notice that it's not as smooth or as what as well blended as it needed it to, be. to be. Yeah, so it kind of makes you think. Okay, did she really get her? Because you don't always see the outcome that you expect. But um, in this situation, you know, it's different. Right. But yeah, no, I think it was just. I think she was just threatened by her that maybe she was a better baker, in which it ended up being the case. But okay, you know. so I have a question for you. Yes, um, a couple of them. First of all, I. I think i don't know you said you didn't finish watching the one i did a couple nights ago because i haven't listened fully to it yet uh the prince a princess for christmas so we've done like four princess movies yeah <laughs> well that's what's like going on all the time but i know so, so far which one do you like the best i like the princess switch okay 100 percent. that's top of my list it's 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 good okay so, um, would you give it a five star? Um, I'm give it a four, just because there's a lot of princess movies. I mean, it it, it stands it really out, but it's also in a a genre that's just saturated right now, and it just there wasn't anything that really made it stand out more than the others I just think it probably is better written and I think the acting was really good in it whereas the other ones not as much but yeah that's one of my thoughts on it I just remembered why we started talking about soap operas 
Michael, you were talking Michael Damien, who is yeah. the writer and the director or producer of this movie. Um, he he was a main character in Young and Restless. Oh, okay. And that's he right. went off the show to start producing. Oh, there we go. And that's the, the director of the movie you were and, watching. Yeah, you said no, right. Yes, yeah. of this movie. Oh, oh, okay. That's good to know. Or was it the one I just did? It could have been just. The one I think I it's did. the one you just did because this one is oh Mike Roll R O H L is who directed yeah. this one. So okay. Michael did, and that was um was that the A Princess for Christmas? Yeah, yeah, that had uh, so many Roger princesses. I can't. I know. Okay, I so know. this was. The, yeah, this had to do with the uh, the, the princess too because it was the duke of castleberry hall okay yeah so yeah so michael michael damien was the producer and the director and okay, yeah. and one of the writers oh, so, he had his so all over the place so as soon as i saw that i, I mean he he was a tremendous actor um, nice. but that's that's what that's the only thing I ever saw him act in oh okay um, yeah that's one I didn't watch I just stuck with you know, the days of our lives and passions before they got really weird <laughs> it's amazing how many actors and actresses go into film directing and producing yeah and I wonder if it's because it's well, you ha- I would, would think the producer would have to spend as much time on the set. Just it's not a troll. But they must make more money. That's possible. Though, I mean, look at John uh, Krasinski. Krasinski. He played uh, in The Office as Jim for True. all those years. And now he's, you know, he, like A Quiet Place. Fantastic movies. Yeah. It's almost like, I mean, he's a good actor, but his directing chops are really good. Yeah. So maybe that's, you know, maybe they find out that they enjoy it better. I don't know. I, don't know. I just have seen a, a lot of, well, like Will Smith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he still acts, but he also produces and writes and he does all of them good. Yeah, well, my, absolutely. That That's my say. Just, <laughs> I'm sure not everybody likes him, but I think they have a good family. They've brought their kids up well. They've never had any drama, you know, if you think about it, like they're not in the tabloids is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I don't follow them much. I mean, I, I liked them. There's nothing Friends. to follow. Cause there's nothing on. No. Yeah. I mean, he produces movies and I go to mm-hmm. him and he's in movies and we watch him yeah. and he's really good, but I'm just saying, you know, and his wife is, um, what a model. Jada Pinkett Smith. She's so adorable. Wait a minute, Jada is his daughter. No, that's his wife. His daughter is. Um, Wait a minute, Jaden Willow. is his son. Oh, yeah. And then Willow is the daughter, I think. Yeah. But Jada is the wife. Jada is his wife, and she's gorgeous. Yeah. But I mean, she's and he's yeah. really handsome, and their kids are yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. Okay, but see, he he made Karate Kid 2. Oh, yeah. Uh, and his son played. It. Karate. yeah i forgot about that and i thought really. that was actually better than the original karate kid see i'm i'm hard to, i love the original karate kid but i love it too 
but I, I have a musical interest in that one anyway so I'm always gonna love it just because my favorite singer sings a song for that movie so I just can't do you are you talking I, about I Eye of the Tiger no I am talking about Glory of Love by Peter Cetera who okay. is a former lead singer of Chicago okay he's my main dude I love that man <laughs> hey Brian <laughs> I'd say well I was say I'd say don't tell my husband but he jokes about it all the time he's like anytime you get mad at me you'll just leave me for pierced <laughs> I'm like you're right no <laughs> every time my husband goes out of town if he if he does call he doesn't usually call because he goes to bed early but if he does call and I don't answer because I didn't hear it or something and I call him right back he'll go what'd you have to do tell rap foo something make an excuse and I'm like what Raphael I, I don't know why he uses that name my my made we up mess with the husband yeah we mess with Ron all the time like my mom and I like when you know I had nervous about him leaving but then she's always like party at Melinda's house and we literally just joke about having she's like, I'm like man I'm having to get the boyfriend out of here because he's gonna be here in a couple hours and he's just like gosh he just accepts it, the jokes now but it's like Anybody who doesn't know so it's like really Steve. weird about it. I did that on Steve tonight, but I was so serious. I can be, <laughs> I can, I can be serious. Like he laughs when he says that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and, but he um, had called me to see if I wanted something to eat before we went on. He said, you got to be mm-hmm. hungry. And I said, I kind of am, but I said, why what are you doing and he said oh you know okay he gave me a choice of like eight places he was going to be going by on the way home uh-huh. so um I told him what I wanted and then he's he's got his his own key for here so uh-huh. I said um so I'm going to be watching this movie um so I probably won't hear you so use your key and he said okay well I'll just text you and say I'm coming in so I don't scare you. And I'm like, okay. I mean, like, well, who else is going to be coming in the back door? It's locked. And let yeah. me tell you the way that it's locked and, and the big metal door it is, nobody can break in. Mm-hmm. So I'm not afraid of anybody coming in that back door. Right. That you can maybe startle me if I'm open and somebody comes in the front door mm-hmm. and surprises me in the back room, but the back door doesn't. Anyway so I pretended you know because I could hear him unlocking the door Uh so like I ran out of the office and I went back into the furnace room and then like when he started walking down the hall I like interjected you know and he he kind of got startled and he goes what are you doing and I said um nothing (laughs) and (laughs) he's like is there somebody here? I'm like, why would you even say something like that? <laughs> he, started, totally he, started, he totally started getting suspicious. And he's, <laughs> but then he went, well, Linda's here, isn't she? I should have brought her oh. something. <laughs> <laughs> I should give me number of protection. Like, dude, where's my food? <laughs> yeah. It would have been fun if you, if we had done that. Oh, but yeah. oh my God. Then I went, gee, you. You you don't even really think that I would ever have anybody, do you? And he said, no, I don't. <laughs> That's how Rod and I are. Like, 
you know, we, I tease about, you know, having a boyfriend and, te- and he teases about whatever. I was like, dude, I said, I, I said, I don't have time for another, another person in my life. I said, I put up with your bullshit. I said, I don't need anybody else's. <laughs> I said, I don't, have, I don't have time for that crap. But he just, he always, sometimes he gets like, really? I'm like, dude, I'm totally joking. And I'll tell, tell you what, when, when the day comes that if, if Steve happens to go before I go, I would never remarry again. Oh yeah. Um, and it's nothing to do with, I'm against marriage. It's, it's to do with once your kids get out of the home and I know yours are still young, so you got a ways to go, but you know, my last, yes, my last one's going to be, well, not totally gone, but you know, next, next year he'll, he'll be all year staying at the dorm and, oh yeah, and maybe home, you know, once a weekend a month, maybe, mm-hmm. but so that'll be hard because mm-hmm. that's the baby. It was hard for my first, my second, I was okay. My mm-hmm. third and the baby's going to be completely hard when he's gone all the time but um I kind of got the you know his freshman year he was gone even though he was just over at ICC he still had to live in the dorms because of basketball oh okay um so I didn't get to see and then there was pandemic so you couldn't go no we we as parents couldn't go to the dorms anyway yeah and they had security um at the gate so nobody else could go in so like they couldn't have friends come over or anything like that really on lockdown that yeah they were they were i mean the the gym was right there on the property so they could walk across the parking lot to the gym for practice but that's all they could go and each each one of the dorm houses had um a laundry room so there was just no place they could go, you know, yeah. just right there. Um, but still, he was away from home. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we did we did FaceTiming once in a while, which that's better than nothing, I guess. But um, anyway, during that time, Steve was also out of town for three months. Wow. And so I was by myself and I got used to everything being where it was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. The dog got on a permanent schedule. So she wasn't waking me up in the middle of the night to take her out. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't have to get up middle night and go lock doors and shut off lights that everybody left on. (laughs) I mean, there's, I can order in your life. I could name so many things that I don't think they realize I do, which I wasn't used to um, with my first husband because he took care of all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Neither one of my men at home, my son and, and my husband, worry about locking doors or shutting off lights. That sounds or, about like Or shutting cabinet doors or shutting drawers mm-hmm. or sometimes I find the milk sitting out in the middle of the night 
that's already turning warm because they each yes. have a bowl of cereal sometime before they go to bed and but they're tired so they must like forget to even put it back in so there's all those things that I go around picking up and putting rather than to to say something to them and all that I just do it and that's mm-hmm. what happens to me in the morning when I'm trying to get to work I've got to feed the dog. Then I got to give her time to have to go to the bathroom so I can take her out. And then I'm unloading the dishwasher from the night before. Um, they've got, because of course they wouldn't find the time to do it. So their dirty dishes are in the sink. And yeah. so I'm doing that. And I'm just, just like, a lot. Oh, I remember three months of not having to do all that. So mm-hmm. If he goes before me, obviously, well, hopefully that means that Ryan by then will be married, not at college. Um, I just, I would be by myself. Yeah. Some people are okay with that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I would miss him and all that kind of stuff, but I wouldn't go through the whole dating process again and getting used to somebody else's way of living and not right. being the same as yours and all right. that kind of stuff. Well, I mean, if you look at the dating situations in this day and age, even I'm just like, I don't get it. I don't think I would have the mental want or capacity even try to date it's I know it's like you know what, what just, is it's insane like this whole swipey left or right or whatever just like you know I I remember like just meeting someone while you were out or you know or through a friend as opposed to like getting on an app but that's what it is these days and you just don't know who you're I mean, there's always a question on who you're coming in contact with, but it just seems like with the apps these days, it just seems like it brings out everyone from the woodworks. And I don't blame you. And I, I've never really thought about that myself, but, you know, after my dad divorced, he didn't get remarried until for like a good amount of years because he just went ahead and finished raising us kids and, and then got into it. And even then it was rough. It's like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Blame so, you, though. I don't. I don't know. You know what? I, I wasn't, I'm not a depressive person. So I wasn't depressed. Um, I didn't, I didn't have anybody to talk to and I'm a talker. So that was kind of hard. Yeah. I can see why um, that would be difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm a talker. So that was kind of hard. And um, because I was going through tr- my cancer treatments and the, and COVID also at the mm-hmm. same time, um, I really didn't feel well enough to talk, even if I did have somebody to talk to, but nobody could come over. I mean, I could talk on the phone, but I didn't have the strength, you know, and I didn't feel like it. So it was like a check-in thing once in a while. Um, Where was I going to go with that though? I, I think the only thing that I missed there was that there was at least somebody in the house if I was to fall and hurt myself. That that part scared me. Yeah, that can be anxiety inducing. So I completely understand that. I didn't. I didn't have anxiety over it, or like just make you. I mean, being scared. Like I, I totally get that. That was the only time I thought because I, you'd have to understand how weak I was, but I couldn't even get out of bed and stand up. Mm-hmm. I had to roll out of bed and I had to crawl on my hands and knees to go to the restroom. Or to go to the kitchen to get me something to eat. 
Yeah, um, it's too bad that you couldn't have had like a home health nurse there, but with COVID. I had COVID. Yeah, that's just. There was, you couldn't, yeah. I couldn't have anybody. And I think yeah. I told you the the lady next door checked on me like two or three times a day with text. <laughs> but then that one time she couldn't get a hold of me through text. So she called the police. <laughs> oh, that was terrifying. I did that once with my neighbor. Um, she's since passed away, but she was older and usually she's out, she was out very early in the morning or to like later morning, especially in the summer, you know, cause before it got hot and she's doing yard work and whatnot. Well, I, like three days had gone by and I'm like, I, I haven't seen her. So we're trying to get my friend and I were trying to get a hold of her daughter and couldn't get a hold of her. So we called the cops to do a well check because we were like beating on her door and she was not answering front and back. I'm like, oh, yeah, man. that's scary. She was so mad. She was watching her NASCAR. And I guess I found out from her daughter that when NASCAR is on, her house could be on fire. She'd not leave it. Like she was a hard, oh my God. hard, diehard NASCAR fan. So she was not answering the door for anybody. But I mean, the police just wouldn't give up, you know? So, and that, that's why. And I got, um, I got a real tongue lashing the next day when she's like, I don't answer for anybody when I watch my NASCAR. I'm like, hey, sorry. But like, literally, I didn't want this little lady in there like I thought something was wrong and it ended up what led to her end up passing is she did uh fall broke her hip but she I guess is like this old older Italian lady very hard nose and never goes to the doctor so she tried to just heal and write it out on her own did not work out well for her because then she ended up in the hospital and just kind of after that she ended up passing away like probably four three four months after that and she came back home, but just, yeah. So like, I've been in those situations like where no one was answering. I was like, well, we got to make sure she's okay. And it was an ass car. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, so, so the girl that called for me, I, I, so I wasn't mad. Okay. I was the, the pounding real hard in my window, which was right next to the bed by the police officers and yelling my name out startled me. Well, yeah, you're not feeling well, so that's no. I was asleep. not good for your. I was, in a, I was in a real deep sleep, and I wasn't sleeping during all that time very well. I was sleep, light sleeping. Well, this time I had happened to be in a deep sleep, so it. And then the window being right next to the bed, I had moved everything around for the purposes of her being able to go to my window. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and I, I would pull it up a little about this far up. So I had fresh air. So mm-hmm. I it rearranged the, the bedroom right away when I first got COVID and knew I was going to have to stay home. And I'm like, okay. Right. So I had rearranged everything. So the bed was like right up next to the window. <laughs> so I'm, and then I'm finding this deep sleep, deep, deep sleep. So, you know, they, they were doing this boom, 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 boom. Right. And I jumped, you know, and I didn't know I was looking around and then they were yelling out my name and I'm like, who is it? Who is it? And they're like, are you okay? Are you okay? Um, and then they're like, open, open the curtains, open the curtains. And they weren't saying it nice. And so when I opened the curtains, um, she was standing behind them. She's like, Christy, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know what to do. And I said, it's okay. It just scared me. Yeah, it's like I was sleeping, then all of a sudden, bam, bam, bam. 
she, could jump right out of like, there. I didn't, I didn't know what to do. I text you. I called you. I came to the doorbell. So bless her heart. Bless yeah. Her heart. It's good to have people in your life like that who are concerned enough to get a hold of the authorities when you're in a super deep sleep and not <laughs> I did, you know, I'll never do it again because she's just not that kind of a person. But like the next day um, when she called to check on me, I answered the phone and I said, oh, it's you. Good thing I answered the phone. And she said, I'm so sorry about that. I really am. I, she yeah. said, I couldn't quit thinking about that last night of how scared you must have been. Yeah. And that was just stupid. I mean, I'm like, it was not stupid of you. No, and very much appreciated. Just don't do it again. I know, right? <laughs> like, put the phone down. Popo doesn't need to come. I'm right here. I'm good. <laughs> well, I said, could you put gloves and a mask on? And she know, she knows my code. So just use my code and you could just check in and, and yell out, Christy, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Come figure out. <laughs> but see, the problem was she had like a, a newborn. She had a six-week-old baby oh, yeah. and, and then three other kids that were under five at home. And so she couldn't like come in and stay and right. all that. I mean, she none, none of, there wasn't one old enough to watch another one even yeah. yet alone four of them no so. kidding 80 days. anyway well um i think we told enough plus yeah i know so um next let's see oh what what do we think was the biggest life struggle um i think uh what i noticed more than anything was the life struggle of just the royalty in general of having all these insane expectations put on them and feeling like they couldn't do anything but to live up to them. That right there is so a this lot. One probably wasn't one of our most movies or one of our movies with the most struggles in it. Yeah. I mean, they're there, but you, you got to really look and understand. Pretty, pretty light, pretty mm-hmm. light, something you can take care of easily mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so feel good movie um i guess I, I guess i would go four and a half on it yeah um and absolutely definitely recommend it to everybody yes check it out see how and it ends and all that so stuff. if somebody wants to ask a questions you want to give your information where somebody can get a hold of you yeah i am on instagram under mama weigel or you can search my name melinda weigel and it'll come right up and i'm being i'm better about getting on there i'm like i'm watching the stuff and i'll sometimes try to remember to like it but i'm on there a little bit more often but the last two weeks i've been like i said kind of mia because um, she was mia on me yeah because life happens hit me like a mac truck (laughs) But I, like I said, I made it through and I'm feeling good and and I'm back. So yeah, you can get a hold of me on there. Okay. I'm going to make you promise in front of everybody that if you go MIA again, that you have some, somebody, one of the kids or somebody contact me and let me know that you're okay. Because if you notice, I did not bother you. 
but it was hard for me not to know if you were okay or not. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, in in every situation, I end up being okay. But when, you know, because I did struggle that night before that um, my husband got back, which was Tuesday night. Um, That's when you but, did come back on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. So I, um, <laughs> so I just knew sometimes. You I just, just abandoned me, you guys. She was supposed to be. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh. But I just, you know, I have to take any potential stressors out of my, out of like my current situation right. and, you know, just kind of focus on <laughs> my breathing and, and making sure that my kids are taken care of while simultaneously trying not to freak out. <laughs> so I, yes, I think you were laying down with, with Jennifer. Because your yeah. your last thing to me was I'm going to get the kids settled and in bed, yeah, and, and then I'll be on, and then yeah. I just never heard from you again. Yeah, it's it was for two days. That, for I two know. Days. Well, you know, it kind of it snuck up on me, and you know, for me, like I can feel when my panic attacks are coming on. So while I didn't have a full fledged one, I was able to take my backup beds and do my breathing. And did a little bit of like, I'll throw comedy on. I think I've talked to this, talked about this before. I just need something to take my brain off of what is currently freaking me out, whether it just be life in general or the fact that I'm about, feel like I'm about to have a panic attack. So I threw on some Burt Kreischer and fell asleep. And usually the day after having a situation like that, I, I'm, you won't see me on social media much. You won't hear from me much. Um, just because I'm, I'm focusing on keeping myself in a better frame of mind to not think about the night before. And if I get too stressed, I kind of get flustered. So it's a work in progress, but I'm, you did I'm over Yeah, I think I did. I'm, I'm viewing it as a, a win, even though, you know, I did have that one rough night, but uh, you know, it, it's I been way worse. You're, you're like talking around the promise in public. Oh yeah. No, no, no. I, I will have Ella get a hold of you. Thank you. Because the other two, if they get your number, you'll be getting like emojis at like midnight. <laughs> <laughs> Sneaking on their phones when they're supposed to be in bed or they'll be sending you YouTube. I put the volume down yeah. anyway. So <laughs> yeah, there yeah. you go. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, yeah. but um, anyway, so you can get a hold of me on Instagram under struggle winner or my name, Christy Collier. Um, you can watch our podcast on YouTube now. Um, just so you guys know, when you see us on YouTube, I'm going to have a picture of the movie that we described. Now, we're not going to always do movies. This is going to end December 23rd. So after that, then it'll just be our regular picture. Back to regular struggle. programming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But until then, it will look like you're going to be watching the movie. <laughs> so you're not. But if you read the description like you're supposed to, it gives you every single way that you can watch the movie, who the producer, the director, the actors, and a summary of the movie in it. So and also in that part, I will put... Um, how to get a hold of Melinda and how to get a hold of me. Yeah. Um, I will have our YouTube channel. So you guys make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel because as soon as we get enough subscribers, I will have our own very own name of um, YouTube.lifestruggles. I cannot yeah. get that until we have a certain amount of subscribers. 
So we and make sure on, you turn on your notifications and then so you know when we post new stuff. That's right. But as far as Spotify goes, um, that you know you can always just go to Life Struggles and go back and watch all the ones and whatever. So that's yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So they're gonna see a picture of the movie, but they're gonna see us, <laughs> not except the movie. that on to see us. on right on YouTube, yeah. but on Spotify yeah, and all the other platforms: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, all the other ones, uh, Twitter. Those those will come up with just the picture of life struggles and you know, and then you don't get to watch us talking, you'll just hear us. Yeah. So but please like like and share those too. So yes, please. All right. We will talk to you later. Remember that we love you all. And how many more days? We have seven days until Christmas. Yeah. Or seven week more from days. Today. Or wait. We it's Saturday. So it's a week from today is actually Christmas. Right. So we, we, we're only going to have about three more movies to do. Yeah. Okay. We'll see what we're going to do next time. We're not going to tell you and you guys have a wonderful Christmas in case you don't watch us again, but make sure you do anyway. Don't you think? I think that's a good idea. We're likable. Yeah. Yeah.